0: of season one this is actually going to be our final episode of season one kind of sad but kind of exciting as well because i mean season two is coming up i'm going to go over a little bit about that uh with y'all a little bit later this podcast episode kind of has a lot that we're going to go over we're going to go kind of like over our season one recap and then we're going to be talking about a few different topics and then what we have for season two so i'm excited I'm sorry if it sounds a little bit different. I'm actually at a different location because I am on Christmas break now, which means I'm back home in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So I'm excited to be home. However, this week it has literally been like so cold and rainy here. It's kind of sucked. Started like playing, playing with my, my feelings a little bit like the, the mental health aspect. I need to see the sun. I feel like the sun like doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, no, I'm just messing, but it's been cold and rainy. My friend uh, down in Florida said that it was like sunny and 83 there, and I was like, man, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit jealous, but I guess that's why we love North Carolina. We can uh, experience all four seasons, and right now we are experiencing the cold winter rain, but it's all good. So, guys, like I said, yes, I am back home for Christmas break, I'm home for about a month, I guess. I think I go back like December 13th, maybe. But it's been a great semester. I it, Technically, it's the end of my junior year. I know it's weird. I'm a semester ahead in school right now, which means when I go back in January, I will be entering my senior year, which is kind of exciting, but also kind of daunting because it's like Dang, you really only have one more year left, so I'm trying to enjoy the time that I have. But I'm also like ready for the next stage and area of life. But as I've talked to everyone, they've always been like, don't rush your college because there will, you have the rest of your life to work. And when you get to that point where you're you're like not necessarily tired of working, but like you just need a break, you're gonna be remembering when you were in college and you were you you wish you were there again. Um, so it's been a good semester. I've been grateful for it to. Um, Come to a, a close. However, I've enjoyed or I'm going to be enjoying my time here in Winston as I'm doing an internship with a company called Javara. It's basically a um, clinical research, clinical research is what I'm doing over Christmas break um, at Baptist Hospital. And then over the summer, I'll be on Javara's business development team. They're basically an integrated research organization and they work with big pharma companies and health systems to facilitate different trials. Um, and so my goal is to eventually be on the business development team for them. Hopefully, I'm hoping this internship, who knows, could turn into a job if that's what the Lord wants. If not, I know he'll direct me in my paths. But I'm very grateful for my opportunity there, and I'm just going to try to make the best of it. So I hope all of you guys have had a good week. I know a lot of the college people are probably finishing up exams, and um, I you know, have been I pray for all of y'all that those exams will go well and that you'll be fervent to study uh, and all though, because I know it can definitely be hard to just sit down for like days at a time and study for exams when they're just back to back to back. However, um, it'll be worth it. You're almost at Christmas break. You got it. You're going to do great. So I kind of titled, like I said, there's a many different things we're going to be talking about. Before I go into, actually, we'll go ahead and go into it. The 2020 2022 recap. Um, for the podcast, I'm basically doing around the podcast. So we've had a lot of great episodes on the podcast. This is going to be the ninth episode that we have had. And let me pull up um, my equipped so I can tell you about each episode. So um, we've had a lot of great episodes. I kind of hate that this is going to be the ninth and final episode. The not number nine. I wish it was like number ten or eight. I just hate odd numbers. But uh, episode one was a new beginning and that was basically just where I kind of came on and shared my heart with y'all a little bit about what I want this podcast to look like. Um, episode two, we had Grace Abbott on, uh, she is my dear friend and she actually runs our social medias right now for the equipped podcast. So all the stuff you see on our social media is all her kudos to her for that. Cause I could not do that, but she talked about God's attributes. Episode three, we had Clayton Eckerd on, um, Clayton Eckerd, uh, is a dear friend and he um, was on season 26. He actually was The Bachelor on season 26. He was in contestant on season 25. Um, and we talked about his mental health journey and kind of what he's been up to the last few months with his fitness. With He's actually coming out with a book that comes out mid to late January. So keep your eyes out on that. Um, that'll be really cool. Episode four, we talked about self-forgiveness, which is a very important aspect. And I'm gonna hint on that a little bit later in this episode. episode five was contentment and loneliness also a very um important episode in my life and so um i'll talk a little bit about that episode six was seasonal depression which i think is i guess very uh important because right now you can almost kind of sense a little bit of it with it's literally been like a week and a half of rain and no sunshine um i've been feeling that lack of sunshine and it kind of, it just kind of makes you feel down, tired and out, but hopefully the sun will, sun will shine soon. Episode seven, we have, we had Emma Clare talking about the different uses of the word faith, a phenomenal episode. She did such a good job. She's such a great speaker, very well, um, articulated. She did a phenomenal job with that episode. So definitely go listen to it if you haven't. Um, and then episode eight, which was last week was my sister, Allie. She did an incredible job. Y'all, I. That episode currently is the highest ranking episode out of downloads. We've had people download that thing from all across uh, the globe, which has been so amazing. Allie did a phenomenal job, and I know that it will help so many people. And I think just her boldness and being able to talk about the different things that she talked about and her story and journey was just absolutely phenomenal. It was something that I probably wouldn't have been able to do because... It was just so fresh and so new, but just the way that y'all just gave her so much comfort by reaching out to her, I, I, I'm so grateful and appreciative for all that y'all y'all did. Y'all reached out to me as well, and um, all glory to God for that. I think Allie just, the Holy Spirit really just was in that episode, and within when, when her and I recorded, Just was just in our hearts, and he was able to give us the strength to get through it. Um, the best that we could and just the things we talked about. like All credit to God and all credit to Allie on that. Um, It's nothing to do do with me. She did a phenomenal job and so I'm so grateful and thankful that she was able to do that. So for episode nine, which is the one that you're listening to right now, I wanted to talk about a few different things. So I wanted to recap what we just talked about and then I wanted to start off with a some scripture because I was with my grandparents at lunch today and we were my, my grandpa, my mom's dad, uh, it was my mom's mom and my mom's dad. We were, we're eating and, um, he has just a real gift of evangelism and, and, and biblical and spiritual encouragement. And he was encouraging me with the episode from last week because they listened to it. Um, and he encouraged me with second Corinthians, um, one through seven. And so I just want to read that to y'all real quick. But it says Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, and by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God that is in Corinth, with all the saints who are in the whole of Ikea, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is titled God of all comfort. It says in verse 3, Blessed be the God of the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the Father of mercies, and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction. With the, comf- with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation, and if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaken, for we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. I think it was so great because like last week with the episode with Allie, like we were just really able to share our afflictions and our comfort with each other. And um, Allie has been someone who is in my affliction in other areas of my life. Like she's just been able to be so comforting to me. And then last week I was able to kind of return that favor to her of trying to be comforting to her. And obviously it is, it is fully Christ. Excuse me, hiccup. Obviously it is fully Christ who, is our comforter. Um, but I think like God, it just shows in that verse that God shares in our afflictions with us. He is there for us. He is our comforter. Um, and God uses our afflictions to grow us. I think that's so important. God uses our afflictions to grow us. And I think the post that we posted on Monday, like with the equipped podcast, we basically kind of talked about that or hinted at it a little bit, but it was, it just said that, um, There can never be a great story without adversity in it. And I think that that's truly what we go through a lot in life. It's what Allie has been through, but God has been able to create an amazing story through the adversity that she has gone through, her and Matthew. And she's been able to encourage so many people off of the afflictions that she has faced. And so I wanted to share that with y'all before I got into the topic of today. And the topic of today is um, two things, reflection and gratitude, So I thought that this would be kind of a good way to end the season because, um, reflection and gratitude as the new year is coming up, 2022 has gone, but for, for some, um, it has been a great year and for others, maybe not so much. And that's okay. Um, because we're thankful that 2023 is coming up, but I wanted to talk about, because it had been on my heart to do this before, um, we just kind of ended the season, but, it's always important to, and I'm going to talk about reflection first, and it's always important to reflect on where you've been so you know where you want to go like moving forward. I think it's important to um, reflect on where we've been in 2022 because we want to make 2023 better. Even if it's been a great year, we still have the desire to make 2023 better, um, and that could be in multiple different areas of our lives, whether that's spiritually, physically, emotionally, um all of those things i desire to make all of those things better in 2023 um, and some things that i desire to leave in 2022 but i'll talk about that a little bit later and so um basically what's the definition of reflection um reflection the definition they gave me it's very simple it's just serious thought or consideration serious thought or consideration it's not a hard definition to understand but reflection is important because without reflection you can't know where you want to go when you move forward, because if you don't reflect on where you've been, how are you going to know where you want to go and advance moving forward? So if, two, if, the, if 2022 wasn't your year like that, that's okay. What can you do to make 2023 better? If you don't have goals or plans of improvement, um, don't expect 2023 to be any different. Because there's, I know there's some people that are like, oh man, I'm just, I'm just so grateful that 2022 is over because this year sucked. And I get that fully understand. But if you want to make 2023 better, what are the things and improvements and areas in your life that you're willing to say, Hey, I'm going to work on. If it's, you know, going to the gym, like, man, I, it just sucked this year. I didn't do what I wanted to do. I had goals. They failed. How are those? how are you going to make those goals achievable for 2023? Um, I think one of the biggest areas is obviously like spiritually, How, you know, we go through spiritual roller coasters in in our lives. Uh, I think a good example of that in the Bible is David. You can see that in David's life. It's because we're human. We live in a fallen and broken world. So I ask you, like, what ways are you going to be more spiritually, um, I guess, fervent to be in the word and to grow in your spiritual walk in 2023, if that's a goal for you? You might be on the money right now. You you might say, hey, man, this year has been phenomenal in that aspect of me. That's awesome. So what are you going to continue to do in 2023 that you did in 2022? If, like I said, if you don't have goals or plans of improvement, don't expect 2023 to be any different. But my heart for y'all is that 2023 is a phenomenal year. 2022 is coming to a close, so we have to start thinking about 2023. Be intentional about your progress. Because the only person that is in charge of that progress is yourself. No one else. I think you can have other people to hold you accountable and in different areas of your life. But at the end of the day, the only person that is truly going to be able to hold you accountable for your progress and improvement is yourself. So if that's something that you struggle with, have a group of people around you that are able to help you. But you also have to be able to help yourself in knowing that the only person that's truly going to be able to do that is yourself. Um, If this year for instance, was your year and you think, man, like it was just a, a, an amazing year. Um, I handed this to a little bit earlier, but what is it that you want to bring into the new year? Um, I think for me, it was a bit of a, it was a mix of both this year. I think that there were times that I was like, man, this is, this year is a lot better than in years past, but there are also times where it was like, man, this year was like the hardest year of my life. And I think that mentally at the beginning of the year, Um, It was a struggle for me. I I wasn't doing the things that were necessarily positive and encouraging for me in the aspect of like taking care of my mental health. However, I decided that I wanted to make progress in that space about halfway through the year and I decided to do that. Um, I saw progress in my mental health because I was intentional about, um, excuse me, pick up again. I just ate, which is, that's why it's doing that. Uh, but I was intentional about starting back therapy, which was good for me. Excuse me, another hiccup. I'm so sorry. But, um, I was intentional about starting back therapy, which was really good for me. I go to her about once a week. Um, and she's been phenomenal. I highly encourage anybody who is thinking about going to therapy, whether it be for mental health reasons or just other reasons to go and try it. Um, it, it, if you don't like it, it's not necessarily something you have to continue, but, um, also understand that therapist and counseling is a journey. It's a, you have to take the long ball approach on it, but even if you're not struggling with anything, it's awesome to just be able to go to like a professional stranger and just pour out your heart and say like, Hey, this is what's been happening this week. How do I get through this? Or I just need to talk to someone about it. I think that can be, um, really, really big for you. Another thing is I started journaling a lot more. Um, So I started journaling about two years ago, um, just in my notes in my phone. I will like, you know, sit in the shower or stand in the shower and just journal on my phone for a little bit. It's kind of like my reflection time or I'll just lay in bed and journal. And it's been um, really beneficial for me. So say maybe you're not ready to start therapy or counseling or you've had a bad experience, uh, but you don't journal. Try journaling um, on your phone. Now I do sometimes journal like on... Uh, paper, like pen to paper, but I don't write super quick. And so when I just type, I'm able to get like all my thoughts out in a quick manner. Um, And I know that like my journal is my own. And so I can say anything that I want in there um, without any judgment, which is really great. So I highly encourage y'all to start journaling too. Maybe this is something that y'all want to start in the new year, whether it be journaling or therapy or anything like that. Be intentional about taking care of your mental health going into 2023. Um, if it's been a hard year for you in 22, decide to make 23 a better year. I think that um, a lot of it is simply a mindset. And so you have to be intentional about doing those things that are going to help you in that mindset um, and in and, and, and that improvement. So there's also things that I don't necessarily want to bring into 2023. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that now. I was like, you know, how can I be, obviously this is my podcast and I want to be open and honest with y'all about like but I don't want to obviously expose myself in ways that, you know, that people are going to like, I guess, judge me. And I know that that's, um, y'all are, y'all have never been judging that aspect, but you do also have to realize that this is a podcast that is just out there for anybody to listen to. And it's something that I'm still breaking my walls down for. I know that when I'm recording this, like it's just me talking. So it's easy to do, but I also have to think about like Uh, when it goes out there. Um, and so like one of the things that I've really struggled with is just like a negative mindset towards myself. And I think that that negative mindset does affect my mental health in a lot of different areas. Um, I think going back to Clayton's episode, when we talked about like body dysmorphia, that had been something that was really been on my mind a lot And the last month. I've really gotten into working out where I'm going almost like at least five times a week. Um, and I know for some that's not achievable, but if you're not going at all and you're like, I just really struggle with body dysmorphia or a negative mindset, try going to the gym once a week. That's one, if you're not going at all, that's one more time than you've been going. That's a hundred percent more than you've been going. Um, so make sure you take like little steps to achieve that goal. Don't just assume that, Hey, I don't go at all, but I'm going to try to go five times a week. Like that's great. And if you can do that, by all means, go for it. The moment that that goal breaks, you're going to be down and beat up on yourself. So take goals small, like take it as a small step. But I don't want to bring my negative mindset towards myself in, in um, 2023. I want to be better about that. Another thing too is like the lack of self-forgiveness I have for myself. I think that um, I talked about this in a different episode, the difference between guilt and shame. Um, and I want to highlight that just a tiny bit, nothing too long. But there is a difference between guilt and shame. And it wasn't until I really studied that I studied both of those words that I truly understood like what the Bible says about them. Um, But just like condemnation, shame is not from God. Condemnation is not from God. Shame is not from God. Shame is from the evil one. Um, You might feel guilty about something you've done and it might be conviction that's necessarily like in your life. Conviction is something that is from the Holy Spirit. If you are a believer and that conviction can um, lead you to repentance And so when you, when you say you make a mistake, you do something wrong, as we all are human and it's going to happen. When you ask for forgiveness from Christ, he fully accepts your, he fully gives you forgiveness. um, And he throws your sin as far as the East is from the West. He doesn't remember it, which is so amazing. At that point on, if you still feel like you're feeling like guilt, it is no longer guilt, but it is shame from the evil one. If Satan can tempt you and get you to to sin and fall into temptation, he's won that battle. But then if he can also get you to feel shameful about what you've done to the point where you can't let go of it, he's not only won once, but he's won twice. So that condemnation and shame is not from God. It is from Satan. So fully lean in and accept the full forgiveness of God because he has redeemed you. Now, I know that that is a lot easier said than done. And that is one of the things that I um, am trying to bring in 2023. Just that reminder of what self-forgiveness is and what the forgiveness of Christ is. Because f- Christ's forgiveness is not wrapped in, in shame. Christ's forgiveness is simply wrapped in love. And that's so beautiful. Um, and then another thing that I would encourage y'all with just going into 2023 is don't ever get complacent about where you're at in life. I think a lot of times when we get complacent, when life's just going really well, that's when life starts to kind of just turn over on its head or we get complacent about certain things and we we, we don't care as much about them. Um, but always look to make things better. Always, and I'm not saying be a perfectionist because we're never going to be perfect, but don't get complacent about where you're at in life. I think that and spiritually, there's been times in my life where I've been like, oh man, like I'm just at the top. is I'm as good as I can get. Um, and that's a lot of times where when I start to struggle and sin, because God's like, look, dude, you can always get closer to me. Like you can always spend more time with me. You can always get closer to me. Um, and it's just a good reminder that to not get complacent in that aspect of your life. So that's a little bit of the reflection part that I wanted to highlight. The next part it isn't as long, but it's something that's equally as important. And that is the gratitude portion. Um, gratitude. The definition of gratitude is basically the quality of being thankful um, and the readiness to show appreciation. Gratitude is something that is um, important in our lives because we always want the posture of our heart to be a posture that is, um, you know, very uh, wrapped. And I guess gratitude is a good way to say that. Um, But I think that gratitude is hard a lot of times when things in our life aren't going well, because we're like, well, what is there to be thankful about? What is there to, um, you know, thank God for when life just sucks. But like I talked about earlier, every good story has affliction in it and Christ or, and Paul talks about that in second Corinthians um, you know, and I think that what, which is what I just read. He also talks about how uh, count it joy, my brothers and sisters, when you go through trials of many kinds. Um, so it's learning to be grateful for whatever circumstances you're in. Um, and those might be good circumstances, but they also might be just hard circumstances. So I would encourage you to be intentional about asking God for gratitude, when you are in a period or time in your life when you feel like there is nothing to be grateful for, when I've done that, God has really shown me the things that I could be grateful for. He, he kind, he, he, almost kinds of kind of dumbs it down for me, um, not in a demeaning way or anything, but he just shows me that there, even when life is is just hard and it sucks right now, that there are moments to be grateful for, um, and it's the little things in life that. You can find so much gratitude in circumstances don't define you but it's more about how you respond during those times so I know circumstances a lot of times can define our joy and and our happiness and maybe happiness and satisfaction is a better thing to talk about when we talk about circumstances or circumstantial joy. I know some of y'all have probably heard that, but circumstantial joy is basically when you have joy based off of your circumstances. So really when things are going well, it's easy to be joyful. And that's so true because we're human, but also there are going to be times in your life where things aren't going well. Um, and so it's important to know in those times that the circumstances that you're in do not define you, but it's more about how you respond to those circumstances. So when something goes wrong, you have the ability to respond in two ways. You have the ability to respond in a, in a positive way that says, you know what, this isn't good, but I'm going to choose to be grateful for the things I do have in my life. I'm going to choose to look at this circumstances in a way that says, all right, Lord, how can I use this to move in a positive direction with you instead of a negative direction? Um, so when you have that mindset, it really does change the way you look at your circumstances. Again, I say circumstances don't define you, but it's more about how you respond. Another thing too that I want to remind you is that you can't change the past, but you can control how you move forward. That kind of deals with more more things like um, you know mistakes or something that you've made in the past. Uh, there's there can be a lot of guilt. Guilt is actually one of the number one causes of suicide. Um, I think that guilt is such a powerful thing in humans. Um, I think you also have to realize the difference between guilt and shame, which I talked about earlier. And then the difference between like guilt and conviction. Um, Cause guilt conviction can lead to repentance. Um, shame is shame is not from God. Um, but I think it's important to understand those three different things um, and look into those, but you can't change the past, but you can control how you move forward. So if, if, if you're just beating yourself up for the past, Look, I'm here to tell you that you can't change that. There's nothing that you can do. It's so easy to say, man, well, I could have done this. Yeah, what if, what if, what if, what if? What if? You could have done that, but you didn't, all right? So you have to accept where you're at, accept what you've done, and then move forward. You can't change what you've done, but you can control how you move forward. So if it's something that you wish you wouldn't have done, don't make that same mistake moving forward. Now, you know, and now you can learn it's, there's so much to learn in the failures and the, and in the afflictions of life. Don't go through those failures and afflictions and not learn something from them. I think that that's so important because you can pout about where you've been and the mistakes that you've made, but if you're not willing to learn from them, you know, how, how are you able to progress and move forward? Um, so I just kind of challenge you in that, um, God calls us to be joyful in all circumstances, and he talks about that in the Bible, like I just shared with you when you know, when you go through trials of many kinds, um, to be joyful. God calls us to be joyful in all circumstances, and that joy can be found through Christ in the Lord, no matter what circumstances you're going through. I think that's such an important thing to remember. Turning my page here. You might be saying, wow, I'm grateful this year is over, or you might be saying, wow, I'm so grateful for the year I've had. And whatever side that you are on, whatever side of the spectrum you are on, it's important to reflect on what you can do differently or what you can continue to do in 2023. Um, And I think that if you're just like, man, I, I struggle with that aspect of gratitude, it's totally okay. I, I have struggled with that aspect of gratitude in so many different areas of my life. But if you just sit and ask God to show you the things that you that you can be grateful for in your life, I solemnly believe that he will do that. Um, and so if you say, hey, I in 2023, I'm looking to be more grateful. I'm looking to be more grateful. I think that's an amazing goal. Um, I think that that's one of my goals is to be more grateful for where I'm at in life, to be content with where I'm at in life. So I challenge y'all to create that as a goal for you if you struggle with that. That's okay if you do. Um, Your circumstances shouldn't affect the posture of gratitude in your heart. Um, I know it does a lot of times, but it's one of those things that it shouldn't. I know it's a lot easier said than done, but um, at the end of the day, your circumstances shouldn't affect the posture of gratitude in your heart if your gratitude is found in the Lord. Again, I know that is a lot easier said than done, but it is, it is, it is so tr- so true. Um, so that kind of wraps up my portion of gratitude and reflection. I kind of wanted to just give y'all five Bible verses um, that can encourage y'all throughout this week and into the new year before I close with y'all. Um, the first verse is 1 Thessalonians 5.18, and it says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Like I said, give thanks in all circumstances, not just the ones that are good or the ones where it's easy to find joy, but give thanks in all circumstances circumstances, because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Another verse is Colossians 3.15 and it says, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Goes into the, the thankful and gratitude portion at the end. Um, but when you are, when you're, when your gratitude is found in the Lord, it is a lot easier to find the peace of Christ ruling throughout your heart. Um, and that's Colossians three fifteen. Another verse is Philippians 4 12 and 13. And it says, I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. I think a lot of us focus on that last sentence that says, I can do all things through him. It gives me strength. But I think that it is so important to focus on the beginning as well, because it is when Paul, um, you know, he's gone through all these missionary journeys, when he's been jailed, he's been shipwrecked, he's been pretty much almost murdered, where he's been in need, where he hasn't had money. Um, And he's learned the secret of being content is through Christ. His circumstances don't make him content. Because he very clearly says here, he knows what it is to be content in, 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 in need and in, in um, a lot. Basically, I've learned the secret of being content in, in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So find that contentment in Christ, not in your circumstances. James 1, 2, and 3, it says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that that testing of your faith produces steadfastness. I love this verse because it's so hard for me to do, but count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Again, be be grateful when you go through those trials. Look at those afflictions and say, how can I learn from them and how can this be a part of my story? And then move in a positive direction that can help you with that. James is a great reminder of that. Again, I'll read it one more time. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. It kind of reminds me of the story of Job when he was going through all of the different trials and and, and, and unfortunate events that happened. The posture of his heart was so pure, and it it was just so amazing. Um, And he really pleased Christ with that. The last verse I want to share for you is Psalm 118 24. And it says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. If God woke you up this morning, if God woke you up this morning, listen to me here. If God woke you up this morning, that means he has a plan and purpose for your day here and right now. I know that is so easy for us to go throughout our days feeling like we have no plan and purpose. We feel like we're just going in a A a cyclical day where we wake up, we do our thing, we go to bed. We wake up, we do our thing, and go to bed. But you are made for so much more than that. This is the day that God, God woke you up. God woke you up. And the Lord made your day ahead of you. Rejoice and be glad that the ultimate creator already has and knows the day that is before you. That is so powerful. And it is... So easy to forget that. So that was all I have for biblical integration. Um, Guys, thank you so much for all you have done this season. I've been, I just think about it and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Again, this is a reminder that this is the last episode. Um, The next episode for season two, um, season two, episode one will be out January 6th. And we have a very special guest for that one. Um, An in-person guest as well who all of you will pretty much know. Um, And so I'm very grateful and appreciative of him being willing to come on the podcast. Again, guys, thank you so much for all of your support. Um, A quick reminder, on Saturday, we will be posting a um, little thing on our story. It's like a poll or box. And we're basically going to be asking you what topics that y'all would potentially like to hear for season two. I would love if you could fill this out because it would be great to um, be able to talk about some of those things that y'all are wanting to hear. I have more topics for y'all that are in my mind, but it can be a lot to come up with topics every week to talk about. So I'd love to hear what y'all have to say about that. I'd be very grateful if y'all be willing to fill that out. Again, next time you'll hear from us, it'll be in 2023. So I hope that all of you have an amazing Christmas and new year. Um, Be intentional about spending time with the family that you have or whether it's family or friends. Um, Choose to make goals. Choose to be thankful and choose to be grateful. Reflect on where you've been so that you can um, move forward in a positive direction. I love you guys. Thank you for all you've done. Peace out.